was good, y'all. It's your girl in the G in the house. And this is the end of Inda Under the Influence, where shit was completely unfiltered, extremely explicit, and absolutely unhinged. As I'm sure you've gathered from the episode title, we are indeed, maybe unfortunate for some of you, but we are saying goodbye to Inda Under the Influence. And hopefully we're moving on to bigger and brighter and better things with the official launch of the Indie G Show. Um, let me know what y'all think of the name down below in the comments. I actually think the name's a lot more palatable. It's definitely easier to remember because a lot of people would just mess up my show name. Um, they keep calling it Inda Unhinged. <laughs> um, I think it's a lot more palatable a lot easier to memorize and I think it opens up doors of opportunity for this show to be taken more seriously and be more professional which I'm going to talk about more in a little bit but yeah um, I know for many of you tuning into this now that um, for some miraculous reason like y'all were loyal fans of Inda Under the Influence and you might be curious or even concerned like Inda what's going to happen to all of the previous episodes that you've already uploaded on youtube spotify apple podcast don't worry we're not touching any of those everything is still going to be up and for any reason you'd love to revisit those older episodes or for our new listeners tuning in now and you're you know curious like what was into under the influence like what was that show like um you may uh you may revisit those older episodes uh, at your own risk <laughs> if you follow into under the influence on spotify and apple podcast so we will no longer be uploading into that show album. We created a new one called The Indie G Show. So please be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please. Um, links down below this YouTube video description. Um, please. Anyways, I'm also going to be splitting YouTube channels. So for the YouTube channel that I think most of you are subscribed to right now watching this, or at least you better be, way too many of you tune into my content without subscribing. And that pisses me off. This YouTube channel, it's just going to be the Indigi show where we only upload pod podcast episodes and shorts. Podcast shorts. Um, I will be creating another YouTube channel for all my vlogs. Currently recording this, I don't have it up yet. And I don't know if by the time this episode goes up, if I'll already have that. But, you know, check the link down below. If it's there, it's going to be there. Maybe like you only care about the more relatable lifestyle shit. And you don't care about politics then you can go ahead and unsubscribe to this and subscribe to my other one pick and choose people pick and choose i have a few non-podcast episodes up on this youtube channel the in the g show channel uh and those will still be up the, uh, they'll be organized into playlists uh yeah we're not deleting anything don't don't worry yes let's just get started like reflecting Let's start reflecting, reflecting on Inda under the influence and the debauchery of a podcast show it was. Yinila, I've always been serious about the podcasting gig, um, of it being something that I want to do and of it being something that I genuinely enjoy doing. It was always more so I wasn't sure yet on which direction I wanted to take the show, if that makes sense. The past year of doing into under the influence it was a lot of experimentation it was a lot of trial and error peter you know this better than literally anyone because peter has been with me through the fucking trenches also peter is here say hi peter hi we also have another editor uh joining the team his name is february february do you want to say hi 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 
but Peter is the one holding the microphone right now and he's the one hooked up to it so um but yeah it's been a lot of experimentation and trial and error you know experimenting with different styles structures content um trying and testing out what worked what didn't work what i liked and disliked and also what my audience liked and disliked from me which i i want to put this out there i'm so grateful that i got to do all of that and that a lot of people supported me throughout the past year of me experimenting and doing trial and error um i really i don't take that for granted and i think it's so important for first-time creators to be given that clemency by society to have humble beginnings you have to let people start from zero and you gotta be okay with yourself starting from zero those small humble awkward cringy beginnings like yeah they're awkward and cringy but it, they're important you know and it, it builds character it builds resilience and it is and what should be always what earns you your respect in your field this whole content creator influencer gig like it happened to me on accident right so for those of you that are unaware of like how i got my start my first video was with this channel called jakarta uncensored shout out to all my ju fans watching this because i know that some of them are going to be watching this just my first video with them went viral and then things just kind of took off from there so i just i had to learn as i go and come up with the game plan as i go you know so that was just what i was been doing this entire past year just figuring things out on a personal level this transition from Inda under the influence to the indigi show i feel like it's very much symbolic of my own transition as well not to sound like i'm transgender but i feel like you know what i mean by that um because because here's the thing when this whole content creator online personality gig started off not only was i you know i was a little bit fresh out of college i just published my first book and then after that i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life i was kind of having a crisis trying to get my shit together on top of all of that it turns out that i was also sick and i didn't actually know it and okay maybe sick is a little bit of an overdramatization and it really ain't that deep what i mean by that is i only very recently got diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome pcos by the way me having pcos it makes just so much sense it's not just the acne and the hair loss and the hairiness it's just also just the depression the vitamin defici deficiency which obviously all those things affect how you feel and how you perform right yeah and i started taking hormonal medications for it very recently uh which is why uh recently i've been on a hiatus to work on my health uh, a lot of you have noticed that i've gone a pretty long time not uploading uh content making content and for that i'm sorry if that disappointed anybody but yeah i i needed to take the time off to work on my health and during that time off i did a lot of reflecting and i decided that i am ready and i'm committed i'm in a better place you know um health wise um mentally as well to go more professional and be more serious with this show now you're probably like what does going professional with the show mean a bitch can dream okay because like what if one day i end up like joe rogan or call her daddy and my show gets acquired by spotify a bitch can dream a bitch can dream or maybe or maybe this can turn into like a late night tv show type of thing i don't know because i've always wanted to be a late night t a tv show host a bitch can dream okay and the possibilities i think are endless i don't know but yeah um and what i mean by i i i want to be more professional and i want to be more serious in the sense of really focusing on bringing about actual positive change and impact right 
I don't think, and that's not to say that Inda Under the Influence wasn't bringing, uh, like, it wasn't positive. Like, I think it was fun, right? I, and it, so it's positive in that sense, but it wasn't, I, I, I don't think it was bringing about posit positive change and positive impact as much as it could have. And I think it, and it definitely, if it, if any of the episodes or any of the work that I did on Inda Under the Influence did bring about positive change and impact, that was the sort of side effect of of what I was doing. It wasn't the full-on intention. It took me this entire past year to sink into the realization that I actually, I actually have what it takes to do more with the platforms I currently have. And I think part of the reason why I was always a little bit insecure about the Inda Under the Influence show or just insecure about myself in general was because deep down I knew that I could be doing more. It's just that I wasn't. It's it's not just that I've had the privilege of arguably having a much easier and faster rise to online popularity because of my first JU video. It's not just the privilege of me being the kind of character and personality that I think does well being in front of the camera. It's also the privilege of having a mom who, for the most part, for the most part, is supportive of what I'm doing on the internet and that I won't suffer detrimental ramifications for the things that I am doing online from her at home. Like, I think a lot about how if it were any other chindo bitch doing what I'm doing on the internet, they are disowned. They would be disowned from the family. They would have their entire inheritance stripped away from them. And like, see, I don't face, I, uh, yeah, and that's kind of funny, but like on, on, a, on a more serious note, that it's an immense privilege that not a lot of people have that I do, you know? So, and I think it's more so, it's, it's been a lot of reflecting on how I think it's a little disrespectful to not only all of you, my audience, but especially to myself, that with all of the privileges that I have, all the resources that I have, all the knowledge that I have, and all the skills that I have, that I haven't been setting the bar higher and pushing myself to do more and to be more intentional and purposeful with what I am doing. So hence why I felt like I wanted this change for the show. It's more so I don't just want to be a content creator and I don't want to just be a channel that has fun which is nothing wrong about just having lighthearted fun but I just I don't want to just be fun I want to be I want to be good I want to be a force of good and I want to do good is essentially what it is uh so speaking of what I'm doing on this show let me just introduce the Indigi show and let y'all know what the main changes are moving forward and I think the best way to just introduce uh the show is to literally read you the show description that I uh, <laughs> created. I'm actually kind of proud of this. I don't know. I think it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, brought to you all the way from the Big Durian. Join us on the Indiji show as Indonesian internet personality Indiji explores all things taboo and controversial. We're hitting all of the burning hot button topics most relevant to modern Indonesian and Asian youth from social cultural commentaries and educational columns to research findings and review articles. Tune in to uncover uncomfortable truths challenge the status quo and inspire honest thought-provoking conversations so that's yeah it's basically you know it's not too different from into under the influence it's into under the influence post-puberty yeah no it's more professional it's more sophisticated but still a little fun and raunchy and a little bit ho yeah yeah and I promise, you know what? I, I want to put this out there. I promise because I want to still, I don't want to lose followers. I don't want to lose um, audience members. I promise not everything on this show is going to be so academic and educational and intense and talk about heavy, deep topics 
all the fucking time. I promise once in a while, we'll still honor that spirit of IUTI and do the more lighthearted, laid back, sort of, a little bit unhinged um, type of episodes. It's just now moving forward, the emphasis of our focus now goes in order of importance, education, advocacy slash awareness, and then entertainment. Whereas I think under, in, under the influence, it was just a lot of just whatever is entertaining, you know? Also, we'll still have guests on the show, but it's only going to be once in a while. So most of the episodes now is just going to be me um, running, uh, flying solo. Uh, here's, and, and actually this is probably when I was reflecting on uh, changes that I wanted to make on the show. So the previous structure, the biggest issue with the previous structure, the biggest issue was that it relied a lot upon me having guests in order to have a conversation, um, which is, for the most part, it's unsustainable. And it's always half of the reason why I struggled having content to put out. There was that one month earlier this year in August, I was actually feeling good during like back in August. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to film. I'm like, I'm feeling inspired. I want to make content. Everybody and their mothers back in August were in Bali. It's more of a sustainability thing. If I want to keep having content uh, every single week, relying on guests, it's just, it's, it's not it. So yeah. Majority of the time, it's now it's going to be me flying solo well, in front of the camera, but Peter, February, uh, there's also, we have another uh, person on the team, on the editing team. Her name is Jane. Um, so either one of these three or maybe all of these three, any number of these three. Uh, so I'm always going to have some, I'm always going to have at least one person at the back. Today, it's Peter and February. So, yeah. And uh, the goal of this new show is also to appeal to a more international audience. So it's not just targeting Indonesia anymore. But once in a while, we'll bring it home. But for the most part, I'm trying to target a more international audience. Uh, to more so um, specifically Asian audience. I, I think part of it too is like, because I didn't... No, I grew up here, but I grew up in a very different you know, social and academic system, right? Because international school and everything. And then I lived in the US and I've kind of only been back in Indonesia and like actually got to experience the real world of what it's like to live in Jakarta as an average everyday Jakartan just two years ago. So it's also like in, uh, in India under the influence, there was a, a part of the creative, for the people in my creative team, they were always trying to come up with episode ideas that would relate more to the local Indonesian audience, but I don't relate to them, you know? And I always, I found it hard to, it, it was just always difficult for me to come up with episode uh, topics that I could personally relate to and local Indonesians can also relate to. So I'm just also kind of like, why don't, yang and like don't force myself to, I don't got to force myself to, pump out content that I don't relate to just because other people can relate to it. All right. So, and we're uploading an episode every Thursday, 6 p.m. Western Indonesian time for the foreseeable future until we can hopefully get to a place where we have uh, an ample amount of episode backlog so that we can upload every Tuesday and Thursday. I think maybe, I don't know. But so far, we'll definitely just be uploading for every Thursday. I think that that's more manageable as well. Yeah. Things from India under the influence we're getting rid of. Uh... Thursdays with Inda was overall a big fail, um, which is fine. You know what? Failure is a necessary part of learning and growing. Um, and all that mattered was that we tried. We gave it a try. And 
that's it. The voice notes thing was a complete flop. Like we actually, uh, there was only one person that did the voice notes thing that submitted a voice note and everybody else, probably because they're too shy, they don't want to like leave a voice note. So it was mostly a lot of um, written entries. We actually got a decent number of applicants for the small business shout out of the day as well. But overall, I've just decided we're just going to retire that. Um, and again, it's fine. At least we tried, you know, and we had fun trying it. That's also what mattered. Okay, IUTI highlights. Uh, so Peter has a bunch of questions for for me um, of like episode highlights. But uh, before we begin, I, I, I do want to address. Well, actually, you know what? I'll be honest. Nobody has ever asked me this question before, but I just want to put it out there anyway. Uh, where did the name Inda Under the Influence comes from? Where did the name Inda Under the Influence come from? Shout out to my girl Natasha uh, in Manila, Philippines. Because... I think the story goes, I think one time I was just being an idiot on my Instagram as per usual and I posted something and I was like retelling the story of how one time I got drunk and did something stupid. And then I think I wrote something like, I am... <laughs> the burps are not going away. Um, I think one time I wrote something along the lines of, oh, for any of my friends, for any of the people that have that has ever seen Inda under the influence. I'm so sorry because I'm like a complete fucking mess when I'm drunk. Y'all do not want to be around me when I'm drunk. But I think I wrote something along those lines. And then Natasha, she replied back to my Instagram story and she was like, not gonna lie, Inda under the influence sounds like a really good name for a podcast show of yours. And I was like, and I, oh, you know? So, and then I, yeah, I guess I just, I, I ran with that name. Also in the beginning, I think the intention was um, to get drunk while doing podcast episodes. Um, but unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way that I can no longer drink. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Peter, go on with your questions. Let's go. These questions might be asked by, uh, by most of your audience or subscribers. So, let's start with the number one. Mm -hmm. Which one is uh, the most iconic episodes? the most iconic episode oh that's easy the gangbang episode and i was so no and i was so intentional with that one i knew from the get-go if i ever wanted to come up with a podcast episode if i ever wanted to come up with a podcast show the first episode i wanted to start it off with a bang literally and figuratively so i always knew that that was like a, a story that I, I i wanna if i ever release a podcast show i want to start off with that episode just like so just so i can say we're starting this show off with a big bang yes exactly it's till this day it's still one of my it's still one of my most favorite episode and it's the episode that most people i wouldn't say know me for but it's the one that i think it leaves the biggest impression on people and that's the one people remember the most and i've had people come up to me and they're like oh my god i watched that episode where you talked about uh, your gangbang and i was like i didn't have a gangbang and that's also it's it's fun because i with that episode i can tell which are the people that actually watched the episode and which are the people that they didn't watch my episode they just saw the title and they just make made assumptions uh from there uh because i mean yeah spoiler alert i didn't actually have a gangbang with the nigerian soccer team i nearly did i didn't so still iconic though but yeah anyways next uh Overall favorite episodes. Overall favorite episode. I would say... And you know what's funny is that my answer for overall favorite episode 
Um, and my, if you ask my mom what her overall favorite episode is, we both have the same answer. It's the Chindo Jakarta versus Chindo Surabaya featuring Elaine. That's my mom's favorite episode just because like one, it's of a topic that she's actually like, she can relate to. Yeah, yeah. It's the only, it's probably like one of the very few episodes that my mom can actually relate to. But also because Elaine is in there and Elaine's like one of my uh, closest friends and my mom is really fond of Elaine. But for me, that's my overall favorite um just because i mean yeah of course like there's elaine and it's always great to have friends uh that i vibe with and i can talk to on the show um the topic in itself was just um like it was just it's a uh the just the conversation was really fun yeah next next uh-huh. uh which one is the most cathartic episode the most cathartic episode hello goodbye featuring lunar um especially because well that episode we talked about our lives as international students growing up in the international school system right and so it's literally just a conversation of like what it was like for us growing up and like all of the struggles that we dealt with and just the experiences that we had and so uh and just reflecting back on like all those years of growing up in the international school system and being an international student in the u.s and it was, it's very cathartic in that sense and also because it's with lunar and lunar she's just she's the type of person like she's a very comforting person to be around like she's the kind of person you want you just want to sit down drink wine and have very deep uh intellectual or just very personal conversations with and she has that gift of just bringing out that side of people. So, yeah. Okay, next. Mm. Uh, which one is the funnest to shoot? Funnest to shoot? Brandon and Raymond. The episode with Brandon and Raymond. I'm not even kidding. When we filmed that episode, Aku hampir ngompol. Ketawanya sampai hampir pipis. Like, I nearly, I like, I literally, nearly, pissed myself laughing because no those two are banget, banget, no they're so fucking hilarious and a, a lot of people have requested that they come back and i really i hope they do brandon and raymond you're gonna be watching this because i'm gonna send this to you and a lot of people want you back i want you back please come back insanely funny insanely funny next next mm-hmm. uh, which one is uh the proudest moment oh come on that's easy having raditya dika on the show Especially when I wouldn't have thought, like Terry, Terry, um, shout out to Terry. Uh, she's on my, uh, she's one of the girls on my team. And um, she was the one that suggested me reaching out to Raditya Dika, right? Um, and I was like, sure, we can try. But in my head, I was like, there's just no way, you know, like Raditya Dika, he's like this fucking A-list celebrity. He's busy. You know, I don't think he would want anything to do with some fucking amateur newbie YouTuber podcaster. And then one day I got the email back and he was down to make content with me. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, and it's just I, I it's very um, I don't take it for granted that especially as someone who is so new to the game um, that I already had the opportunity to have an A-list celebrity on the show and just how it helped a lot in setting my place, I think, in the industry and also for people to like take me more seriously. So thank you so much. To Raditya Dika, I'll, send, I'll probably send this to him. I don't know. I got mindersi, but whatever. I also think, you know what? Like, the It's ironic because I complain a lot about whenever I have to do episodes all alone because I hate being alone and I hate not having someone to talk to and like exchange conversations with. But ironically enough, I think two of my best work on Inda Under the Influence was number one, the Toys and Tips episode, the one that's sponsored by G-Things. 
uh, the sex education episode and then the other episode, 25, less, 25 Lessons in 25 Years, my uh, birthday episode. And those two, I, uh, I flew solo. And I felt awkward when I was um, filming. But then when I edited, I was like, oh, this isn't bad. This is fine. <laughs> Insert meme of the dog in the burning house. This is fine. But yeah, next. Okay. Btw sama Radit masih ada lah. Ini lagi loh, kemarin kan kita janjian makan apa? Gultik sama paru sapi. Eh, paru sapi. Apa namanya? Otak sapi. Oh my god. I honestly, I almost hope he doesn't take me up on that offer. I honestly, I almost hope because I... I don't know, man. The gultik, I'm fine with gultik. But the otak sapi, no fucking way, bro. Tastes mm. like pudding. <laughs> did you say that or did he say that? No, he's... Yeah, he said that. Oh god, no. No, no, no. He, he, he can miss me on that one. Next. Okay. Which one is the most difficult to film? Um, emotionally, I would say it's the one, the first one I did with Coco Kenji. It was emotionally difficult because I was just being vulnerable a lot. I was being vulnerable about a lot of my insecurities and also my resentment towards being Chindo and of Chindo culture and Chindo society. Um, I was also just, and it was also the first time. I got to sit down with another Chindo person talking about all of that, you know? And it was also uh, the fear of, oh my god, this is gonna go on the internet. A lot of Chindos are gonna watch this and they're probably gonna fucking call me a race trader or some shit because I've been called that in the past before. So in that, on a more emotional sense, that was the more difficult one to film. Uh, logistically, the first time I filmed with Katie, she forgot to hit record. <laughs> so we had to, so we had to uh, repeat. And record the second time, which is fine. I wasn't even mad at that because the first time we tried to record, I was like all over the place because I was like nervous. So the second time it went a lot better. Second time's always a lot better. Yeah. Okay, bukan yang sama Dr. Hasfi. The for what being difficult to film? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the, the one. Yeah, yeah. The one with the most technical difficulties was the episode with Dr. Hasfi and Kenji. The one about the erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Oh, Peter, I am so sorry. <laughs> till this day, <laughs> till this day, I have PTSD <laughs> about that episode because I was like, Peter is going to hate me. Like, this is the first time he's working for me and like, he's gonna hate my ass. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Okay. Next. Uh, not so proud moment. <laughs> my not so proud moment uh, was the episode where I talked about how I got the clap. If you don't know what the clap means go look it up on urban dictionary but yeah and i want to clarify something about that um why it's a not so proud moment it's not the shame of getting the clap i don't care right about that it's more so it's just more so looking back i think one thing that i want to be more mindful of moving forward um is being careful with how i go talking about my uh horror stories get it horror stories horror stories like you know my sex stories right or my other personal life stories involving like partying drugs and substance abuse and uh just you know all the deviant rebellious shit that i did in the past um it's i just i want to be more careful talking about that because I don't regret having lived any of the experiences that I have lived. Um, and all I want 
here's the thing is that I just, I want, I'm, I don't regret living those experiences, right? Of having those experiences. I want to be able to be honest that those were my experiences. And I want to be able to get up in front of the camera and give an honest reckoning of who I was in the past and all of the things that I did and how it felt at that time and give an honest reflection of it now looking back. But I, but I have to be careful of not going about talking about all those things in a way that looks like I'm glamorizing it and that I'm encouraging it, especially of my younger audience members. That's the thing that when I look back at the chlamydia episode, I think there were some parts where maybe I wasn't being more firm in reminding the viewers that, hey, like, yes, I can laugh about it because in the grand scheme of things, it's just chlamydia. I can go away with antibiotics, you know, but it's like, but I probably I should have emphasized more like, but, you know, the safe sex aspect of it, like putting on a condom, getting tested. I just don't want to give people the impression that the lifestyles that I previously lived in the past and like who I was in the past is something that I'm encouraging other people to follow suit. That's not I don't ever want to do that. I want to be able to be honest about who I was. I want to be honest with my stories and I, I, I want to be able to tell my stories and for other people to learn from my stories. I especially don't want to give the impression that all of the experiences that I have lived, like all the, all the reckless, dangerous shit that I was doing are experiences that should be normalized and accepted and tolerated if it happens to you or you or you. Like, no, it just, it shouldn't, right? Next, which one is the most chaotic to film? I would say it's the episode with Lunar and Davin. Yeah. No, you know, just because, like, <laughs> that was so unhinged. No, no, because we were, like, going all, literally just going all over the place. Uh, it was also just mostly me ranting. It's all, all three of us, we were just ranting about men. <laughs> like, and, like, the three of us combined, the three of us combined collectively made one brain cell that was on its hind legs, like, gasping for air, like, hanging on to its dear life. Like, we were just... Uh, you put three people with ADHD brains in one uh, in a living room, put a camera in front and just like have them go off script. Like it's messy, but it's fun. And I hope, and I think a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people enjoyed that episode. So yeah. Next. Next. Uh, which one is the most boring episode? I would say it's the episode, the horoscopes episode featuring Izzy. It's not boring, but I'm, I'm not saying it's boring because it's with Izzy. It's not nothing to do with her. It's more so just the topic itself. And not that the topic itself is necessarily boring, like in a bad way. It's more so boring in the sense of all of my other episodes before and after that episode. They're usually a lot more controversial or they're a lot more intense or they're a lot more juicy you know what i mean so uh, relative to all of the other episodes that i've ever pumped out before and after that one episode is a lot more plain datar, datar yes there you go it's just it's the most datar episode um but i just i wanted to test it out like how would people react to me just doing a basic episode two girls talking about astrology what's your sign scorpio you're a scorpio what are you Aquarius. February's an Aquarius. I hate. I t I tend to not like. I don't know. Aquarius are kind of like linglung orangnya. Oh, actually, hold on. Sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Wait. Before I forget. Uh, another boring episode, and this one I really like. Uh, I I made an episode 
this one time and this is a, a solo episode of mine from the very very beginning uh i made an episode titled god made it rain because there was i was just telling the story of like how one time i was like in a really bad place in life and it was like it's like like a spiritual episode where this one time i was like praying to god for a sign and then it started raining and so i thought god made it rain <laughs> Don't take me. No, just stop it. Okay, next. Next. Something happened behind the scene. Ah. Okay, so we have an episode uh titled Partying Gone Wrong. It's featuring my friend Nathan. Shout out to Nathan. And um what a lot of people do not know is that I was already positive for COVID while filming that with Nathan. There was Nathan, there was our other friend um maybe maybe let's just not say her name right uh we had another friend in there and peter was there and then um i was already uh, i was already sick with covid at that time i just didn't know because i haven't got tested yet but the symptoms were already coming through that's why i have a sore throat i even mentioned it in the episode i was like sorry you guys like my voice is a little um hoarse today i think i might be coming down with something and then it turns out it's covid um and then peter got covid from me i'm sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry. But yeah, I was, yeah, I gave Peter COVID. Nathan what, Nathan? Oh yeah, no, but Nathan, oh, I think it's because of he, he carries around that fucking alcohol spray bottle with him everywhere he goes. I think that's what keeps him uh, immune to all of this shit. It's not even, not even Pfizer or Moderna. It's the fucking alcohol spray bottle. Next. Okay, the last one. Yes. Uh, the one you cringe at, uh, the one you cringe the most. The one I cringe at the most. Oh fuck, hold on, pause. My oh my god, no pause. My date just texted me that he's already on the way to the restaurant. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, never mind, let's wrap this up. Like, what is it? The one you cringe the most. Oh, I'm cringing at this right now. <laughs> um, no, okay. The one I cringe at the most. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Love Dr. Hushvi. Love Kenji. It's not them, it's me. It's not me. I mean, sorry, it's me. <laughs> I just said, it's not me. No, it's me. Okay. Uh, okay, just really quickly now. Proudest accomplishments. I would say proudest accomplishment include getting an A-list celebrity on the show, obviously. That's pretty lit. Um, getting millions of views. Millions of views on TikTok for the episode clips. I'm very, very pr proud of that. And, oh, and, oh, all of the community guideline violations and like, all the times I've gotten banned, I've gotten permanently banned off TikTok once, off Instagram once. I I got my accounts recovered, luckily. I've had, I can't even count anymore how many community guideline violations I've gotten. And getting canceled by a mob of angry netizen mothers. There was this one, there was, uh, yeah, the one, yeah, because of the whole like shit that happened with Raditya, there was uh, like a lot of parents were like sending me um hate messages in my dms there was this one mom this was a mom because i could tell because of her profile right and there was this one mom and she messaged me semoga kamu impotent ya and then like a bunch of other people were leaving comments yeah, like peter you saw like a lot of people were leaving comments like mudah-mudahan anaknya nanti keluar blow on yeah yeah yes you know shit like that and i'm like my goodness you guys are moms that's so sad anyways um, IUTI uh, by the numbers, 35 episodes in one year, which is not bad. I think, you know, we delivered on 
quality, but we could definitely improve on quantity, which is why I, what I intend to do with this new show. September 21, 2021 was the first episode ever with Fishka, who's my Jennifer Aniston. She's my Jennifer Aniston. Get it? Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, yeah. My Jennifer Aniston. Um, we featured, we have featured 20 different guests. So let me just give a, you know what, since we're wrapping this up, let me give a shout out to every, every single one of the 20 guests that have ever been on the Into Under the Influence show. Bishka, Katie, Lunar, Matthew Samudro, Coco Kenji, Shanika, Ilham, Davin, Dr. Hashfi, Brandon, Raymond, Izzy, Elaine, Carvey, Michelle, Natasha, Mandy, CJ, Raditya Dika, Magira, Nathan, Ezra, Nicole, and shout out to my other friends, uh, I have another friend named Mandy <laughs> and Alicia, as well as Kelvin and Chappie from Jakarta Uncensored. Shout out to you both um, because we filmed together, but the footages were ruined. So we ended up just discarding those. But yeah. And obviously also shout out to my entire team, right? All the girls on the translating team, all the uh, girls and gays on the creative team. Peter. <laughs> oh, man. you. Have, this man has been with me through the fucking trenches. Like he has seen everything everything and more and obviously thank you to you and thank you to february as well newest addition to the team um most recurring most recurring guest is katie definitely katie we have a lot of episodes with her and fan favorites the most highly requested katie and lunar yeah yeah you guys are gonna be seeing them on this show i will make sure of it but so yeah that is it this is an official goodbye to Inda Under the Influence and an official welcome and hello to the Inda G Show. Um, I, I have a really good feeling about this new show. Uh, I'm very, very excited and I hope everyone else is too. So yeah, I have a date to go. <laughs> I have a date to go to. Um, that is it for now. This is episode zero. I don't even know how many people are tuning into this. It's fine. Um, stay tuned for uh, the official episodes. That is it. Goodbye, everybody. I have a date. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Peter. Fabry, let's go. <laughs>